This is the Fameless Report. This episode of the Fameless Report is brought to you by Better Life Choices of New York. Have you heard of Better Life Choices of New York? BLCNY is a mentoring, self-empowerment, and life skills organization created by founder and certified professional life coach Stephanie Fuentes Camnepa. BLCNY was designed for girls and women of all ages and beginning as young as five as a guide to personal development of self-esteem and self-worth through inspiration, motivation, and coaching. Does BLCNY provide life coaching for girls and women only, you ask? No. The life coaching component of BLCNY is open to everyone who wants to make a better life choice, and that includes boys, men, and families. Visit their website at blcny.org. That's blcny.org. Welcome to your weekly Charge Up, the show that blends humor with the weekly's top news stories. It's the Fameless Report with Denicio Del Toro. That would be me. We condense new stories and topics into a 30-minute conversation. New episodes every Tuesday at 12 noon. I am not here to compete. I am not here to hate. I am here to spread knowledge and information. I'm going to get mine and hope you get yours too. We can all be blessed and successful. Salute Tony Gaskins. I was put on to him just recently on Instagram by a lovely lady. She's beautiful and she is smart and I give her all the props in the world. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm just reaching. I, I, I want I penny dropper. All right. Yeah, I was trying to I'm trying to reach for it. Anywho. Yes. Uh, this is episode 14. The who do you trust episode? Yes. Who do you trust? Follow me on Twitter and Instagram. This is Denicio. This is D-E-N-I-C-I-O. And this is TFR. That's both on the Twitter. Also, please, I need your help. If you find the episode valuable, visit iTunes and SoundCloud. With whichever you're listening pleasure, please comment, subscribe, and download. I do appreciate it. Next time you're at a dinner at the Cheesecake Factory with the lady or the gentleman, lean in and say, yo, have you heard of TFR? Yo, I think you need to sign up. This guy's hilarious. Well, at least I think I am. So that's that's one reach, another reach as well. Um, TFR, the famous report, get on it, please. That'll work for me and you. One hand washes the other, as my pops would say. If you see a battery next to your name online, just know I'm trying to charge you up for the week. New listeners and old, welcome to the weekly charge-up. I put that battery in your back. So let's get right to it. Uh, last week, we had, I had a quick story about my Uber... Uh, experience with TLC. Uh, they took $25. Guess what? I got my $25 back. Hallelujah. Applaud me. <laughs> Applaud me. I got my $25 back. Okay. I didn't I didn't tell you when I was getting it back. I didn't I didn't say when I was getting it back. I said I, I, I got it back. I had a nice little conversation with the customer service rep who I tracked down through Instagram and Twitter. Had to chase him down. Uh, and uh, we came to an accord. He's going to get back my $25, but he has to send me some paperwork to fill out. So we know how long that'll take. So, But moral of the story, I got that guap back. Henny Palooza was just past, past weekend. I had a great time. Shout out to those boys, uh, Rory and Low Key and all them cats that uh, run Henny Palooza. It was a great time. I went to the one at Webster Hall. This one was in Coney Island. It was mesmerizing. It was phenomenal. The, the Hennessy was flowing. 
from every angle. I was in a sea of Hennessy and Vag. I, I just, I, I, I wanna, I wanna, yeah, Hennessy and Vag. Yeah, I just, I just want to uh, just, just cover a couple of things here. Uh, I saw a lot of um, questionable outfits. Now, I am no fashion expert. I am not Tommy Hilfiger, nor, nor am I Ralph Lauren. However, there are things that uh, men and women should not wear. Doesn't accentuate your features, if you will. And I saw a lot of that at Henny Palooza. Uh, shout out to those boys again. Did an excellent job. Um, real quick, I want to talk about this uh, young lady. Apparently, she's a teacher with uh, some sexy outfits. And some folks are up in arms saying that she shouldn't be dressing a certain way at school. Let me be very clear for those uh, folks, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages. It doesn't matter what you wear. These guys, all women, what what have you, will still judge you. This is a judge. We we judge. This is the world we live in. We judge. We just have to accept that and get over it. Okay. So I, I tell you one thing. I've I've had many a teachers I've had crushes on, and they didn't wear anything scantily clad whatsoever. So if your baby girl got the nice, you know, ratio 36, 24, 36, and you know it, you know. <laughs> if she got that little curvature. There's nothing you can do to hide that. So whether it's a sixth, sixth grade, third grade, fourth grade, who knows? She's still going to attract attention. So if all those telling her to put on something a little less provocative, it's not going to matter. She just got the curves. She got the curves. It is what it is. So get over it. Um, also, too, I had a I had an interesting conversation with someone about um, I call it a vagina a vagina audit. Uh, I was asked, uh, would you uh, actually ask? Uh, 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 your, 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 you know, significant other girl you're dating, uh, uh, jump off, what have you, whatever title you want to throw around, would you ask her how many uh, mates she has had? And the answer, to, the answer to that was, hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm hearing yeah in the background. Now, I, I don't know. Because par part of me is saying, Denise, yo, if you knew the exact number, sweet baby Jesus, you probably won't won't want to dive in that. You probably won't. You probably won't. So, ignorance is bliss. Me not knowing, you know, what her vag has gone through, the Carfax, the whole facts, if you will. Me not knowing that may, you know, may put me in a different different light, and actually maybe maybe I'm in a different light. Maybe I want the uh, relationship to, to to be nurtured. But, uh, you know, even ladies asking men, so, yeah, how many sexual partners have you had? And he said 300. What you going to do? You're going to be like, well, you know, that was a number I wasn't looking for. But um, you want some salad with that? You're not going to just skip the conversation. I, I mean, I don't either way. I, I, I don't know. I'm excuse me. I am definitely uh, I was I had to pause for some cause on that question. I don't know. Vagina, vagina audit. Let me know. Hit me up on the Twitter. This is Denicio. Let me know if you do vagina audits, uh, gentlemen, men. Do you do a vagina audit on your lady? And if so, how do you go about it? What's the question that you ask? You just come out and just ask, like, hey, oh, by the way, uh, what that vagina be like? Like, do you just ask a question like that? Because I don't know how far you're going to go with that. Um, let's see here. So 9-11 was Sunday just recently uh for some folks i'm i'm this is 
recording. I'm recording from New York City, so I have a different take on 9/11 uh, than than, mo- than most. Obviously, New York New York uh, natives have different uh, takes on 9/11. I'll just share a couple with you. Uh, for starters, first things first. Pass me the email so I can bombard whoever I need to bombard to get this day a, a national holiday. Whoever I need to email, fax, Twitter, uh, 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 send a snail mail, l- let me know. I need to know who I need to speak with in order to get 9-11 made into a national holiday. This is ridiculous. You want us to get up every, and you got families that are, lit- I would assume there are families that take off that day because they don't get it off. They have to take off to remember the family members that they lost on that day. Why should they need to take off? They should have that day off. Now, mind you, they say 27, uh, excuse me, 2,700 folks lost their lives. Uh, about 2,700 lost their lives in the towers, obviously, a lot more that were in the planes. But thousands more are losing their lives because of health issues. Thousands. Why aren't we dedicating that specific day in remembrance, in, you know, for us to remember those individuals? You're talking about first responders, police officers, firemen, uh, you know, um, anybody that went down there to clean up after the planes hit. They should be all be remembered and applauded because it's a big deal definitely a big deal so number one we should make it a national holiday in terms of when it happened i thought it was a replay from 93 93 they hit the bottom of the world trade so initially i thought it was a replay on tv but then i have a a good view of the new york skyline and i saw the smoke billowing from one of the towers early in the morning so so 8:56 8:55 and i and i turned on the tv and saw what was going on and it was just i couldn't believe it, it was like a movie it it was it was a movie um initially right when it ha- right after it happened everyone was nice for about a week everybody was a brother and sister for about a week everyone was letting people go letting people uh, cut them off, giving them food, giving them help, support. Lasted it for about a week. Then everybody went back to their "I hate you, you ain't shit" mood, as New York, you know, as New Yorkers are expected to do. But again, we're talking about right after nine eleven, people being more. It was more looking out for the next man. Anybody who was Muslim was getting stereotyped, pulled over out their car, on the ground. I saw it with my own eyes. That was the world we were living in at the time. It smelled like death for weeks. Even the airports, airport uh, traveling changed. Now you have to literally go through a bunch of malarkey to take a flight, but it's all for safety, all because of 9-11. Uh, can't get into the cockpit cockpit anymore. So there, there are things that have changed. There are things that have remained the same. I'm going to close with just, again, saying the same exact thing I said at the beginning of, of the 9-11 topic. We need to have 
become a national holiday. Get her done. Get somebody to get her done. I don't know what you're going to need to do, but get it done. All right? Did you see uh, Hillary take that fall? It was a little, 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 little faint. I mean, you know, I, I, I assumed Hillary fainted because, uh, you know, heard she heard there was no Hennessy or Ciroc being served, uh, presented, it's just to calm people's nerves. She was obviously uh, at the, uh, you know, actually remembering those that that were lost on 9/11, and she got a little stumble. She took a little stumble, and they carried her into her van. I want to applaud her her uh, security team because sweet baby jesus i've seen some people fall right on their face security just not paying attention not not with it and just see their their clients fall right on their face fall right on their back so her security team was very attentive and they ran her right into her van do you think that health is going to be an issue if she becomes a president should it matter that donald is trying to release his health information in the next couple of days who do you trust? Who do you trust? Hillary or Donald? That's a good question, but I know that that answer could go can go so to go so far. So I'm not even going to touch base on that. Who do you trust when it comes to uh, Hillary or Donald? Did you hear about the story with Wells Fargo? Well, Wells Fargo, last Thursday, federal regulators said Wells Fargo employees secretly created millions of unauthorized bank and credit card accounts without their customers knowing it since 2001. The phony accounts earned the bank unwarranted fees and allowed Wells Fargo employees to boost their sales figures and make more money. Wells Fargo employees secretly opened unauthorized accounts to hit sales targets and receive bonuses. Wells Fargo confirmed that it had fired 5,300 employees over the last few years. This is since 2011 uh, because of the shady behavior. Employees went so far to create phony PIN numbers and fake email addresses to enroll customers in online banking services. Just so happened, the former Wells Fargo executive that was uh, oversaw the unit of the bank uh, received $125 million. Yes, sir. Let me repeat that. $125.6 million when she retired in July. Just so happened she retired right before this whole Bruja hit. She also didn't have to pay back her nine-figure salary from her tenure. She's been, she was there for 27 years. So uh, she was head of banking. Her retirement was a personal decision. Personal decision, huh? How personal was it? That it just so happens she leaves right before we realize that her employees have been creating false accounts. Now, allow me to go in depth uh, with this, if you will, because I've worked, uh, this is Denicio talking here, I have worked in many commissioned fields. And the first thing I thought about when I saw this story, I said the employees were probably being pressured into creating these accounts and lo and behold two days later that's exactly what some of these employees were stating they were getting pressured by the higher-ups to create these accounts in order for the numbers to to be you know to look good in order for the commissions to start rolling downhill wasn't shocked at all by hearing this statement because that's exactly what happened in the two fields the two companies that i worked with in the fields of cellular telecommunications 
there was a commission structure in the store. I'll give you an example. When I say pressure, let me give you one example. So with the cell phone company I used to work for, they stated for every cell phone that you sell, you have to sell three accessories. Three accessories could be headphones, car charger, and a case. Three for every phone you sell. You have to average a 2.1 accessory handset ratio, 2.1. If you don't average that by the end of the month, you're required to go to a training every Sunday until you're, you're actually out. Actually, you hit that quota target. So where's the training? If, you, if the store is in the Bronx, if I worked in the Bronx, the training was in Orangeburg, New York. So you had to drive. This is on a Sunday, no public transportation. You had to drive there. It took about 40 minutes. The meeting was at 9 a.m. on a Sunday. Didn't matter if you had the, the day off or not. Didn't matter if you had plans. Now, I'm looking around like, wait, so what if you have the day off? What if you have plans? And I'm asking these questions, and I'm getting, it's not mandatory, but it's, your, it's in your best interest to go. See, that's that's that corporate talk I don't like. That's the corporate shit that, I, that, that, that gets me riled up because they're covering their CYA. You've heard, if you haven't heard it before, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, CYA, cover your own ass, right? CYA statements piss me off because you're not actually giving direction. You're, in, in fact, covering your own ass. So when you say it's not mandatory, you have to be there, that's basically saying we want you there. And if you're not there, we're going to either reprimand you or make you look foolish. And that's exactly what happened to those that didn't go. They were either reprimanded. They were looked, they were, you know, on conference calls. They were they were basically made fun of like pretty much. Hey, who's the who's the person? Uh, I'd like to give a round of applause to the person that's hitting the quota. Thank you very much. Great job. But who's the person that hasn't done anything in like a week? Who's that? Mark? What's wrong with Mark? Is he OK? Is he all right? Things like that in a room of 40, 50 people, conference call, face-to-face. Stand up in a room and explain why your numbers aren't the same as Billy's. And a lot of the times I would get in certain, certain situations, a person would just be bold and be like, my, my numbers aren't as good as Billy's because Billy's, Billy's cheating. Straight up. Now, it's hard to just come out and say someone else isn't doing, you know, someone else isn't doing right by their customers and someone is is cheating the system but that's what happens and you know who gets paid the higher ups get paid and you know who loses the employees because they get let go or how about you having a system in a call center where you're pressured to make quota because if you don't make quota for three months they fire you but you need this job. This job pays your bills. But now you're at a crossroads with your moral compass. Should I renew this person that's out of contract and put them in contract for a year? Or should I put this feature on this person's account knowing that this person didn't ask for it and get credit for it and get commissioned for it? I am getting stressed by my supervisors I, every single day. It's called peer pressure, and that's what goes on in these commission-based jobs. So for those that want to blame the employees, let me tell you something. There's a bigger picture to look at here, and that's that big picture is what type of business 
pressures their employees to hit a commission commission number that sometimes may not even may not even be hittable, but they're doing it anyway just to get the hamsters running on the goddamn wheel. Think about that for a second. Did you enjoy uh, Matt Laura's uh, Matt Lauer? Matt Lauer is it Laura or Laura? La- I I don't know. I'm gonna call him Matt Lauer. What do you think about his uh, his uh, moderation last week with Hillary and Donald? What do you think about that? I thought he uh, thought he was pretty weak. I thought he was uh, soft on Donald and hard on Hillary. And you could take that as many ways as you want. He was soft on Donald and hard on Hillary. And who knows why? Who do you trust? I, I sat back and asked myself, you know, I'm from a different uh, I'm a man of a certain age. So I'm familiar with Tom Brokaw. I'm familiar with Dan Rather. I'm familiar with Diane Sawyer. I'm, I'm familiar with these names. So when I hear them speak, and they they're reporting on some things. I I tend to have more of an interest. I tend to believe what these journalists are saying because they have a history of speaking the truth or actually doing what is called journalism, right? Unfortunately, with Matt Lauer, this gentleman throws me for a loop because it's i mean either he's a morning show host or you want to make him an evening nightly evening news host which one is it because i see one interview with this guy and he's talking to one direction and literally the the the, the video i'm seeing is him asking about uh zane who's not there and he was told beforehand what it was he's not there he has a flu what have you ride the wave but he asked the question four times. Hey, where's Zane? Hey, well, yeah, stomach flu? Oh, yeah, well, but why is he not here? Well, what about the rumors that said that, you know, he's not going to be with you guys no more? He said, well, if you're going that hard with these teenagers, why aren't you going this hard against some old folks, some grown folks? Some, some, these are, I mean, you're talking about one direction of music, you know, musicians, right? And then on the other hand, you're talking about the presidential candidates. If anyone needed to be literally uh, 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 had the, their, their just feet held to the fire, I would believe it's a presidential nominee. Would you not? Maybe I'm bugging. Once again, Matt Lauer, you dropped the ball. Please don't continue to keep dropping it. Pick it up, please. Please. What do you think about not at school's in, it's about a weekend. What do you think about police in school? Now, here in New York City, the police, you know, Bloomberg, Mayor Bloomberg, when he was in office, he actually got the uh, NYPD to control uh, security pretty much in all New York City public school systems. What do you think about that? Is that for safety safety measures? Isn't Isn't that what we want our kids to be safe? Or is it the other way around? Is it a situation where now you're seeing police? Because uh, there there have been some instant instances where 
You see uh, students have gotten into little situations and the police officers have taken upon themselves to arrest students, put them in cuffs, uh, cuff them to tables, etc. I don't believe that's a good thing for the child's psyche, do you? That's one way to look at it. Again, on the other hand, safety is important. Safety is, especially in, in you know school systems where violence is you know could be an issue safety is important so what do you think about policing school i don't know i'm still still mulling it over i saw something about eric garner if you don't know who eric garner is he's a gentleman that was selling loose cigarettes in new york city which is against the law minor infraction if you will a ticket is what's usually uh, given to someone selling loose cigarettes but he was approached and he told the police officers he's tired of being approached he was put in the headlock and ended up getting killed by the police, NYPD. No one was charged, but apparently records show increased earnings for office, for the officer involved in Garner's death. Apparently, New York City refuses to release Pantaleo, that's the gentleman's name. They refused to release Pantaleo's misconduct record, but increased his pay by 20000 since he killed Eric Gardner. Hmm. I think I reported about this uh, a couple of weeks back about how the police NYPD is trying to change a law in New York City where police officers misconduct record is not seen by the public. Which goes against everything that the NYPD talks about when they say they want to be. And I love this word. You ready? I'm putting it in bunny ears. You ready? You ready? Fady? Quote unquote. Transparent. Let me say it again. We want to be, NYPD talking, transparent. If you want to be transparent, my thought process would be to put the records up on a bulletin board for all to see. If you're trying to be transparent. If you're trying to be transparent, why would a guy who choked a human being, which based on NYPD policy procedures is against policy, why would he be given a $20,000 increase? That throws me for a loop. Who do you trust? Who do you trust? The NYPD or the people? I'll let you sit on that. Listen, this Colin Kaepernick thing's not going away anytime soon. Everybody wants to weigh in on it. Everyone. Rabbis, priests, uncles, aunties, nephews. It's hot cooler, to- hot cooler button topic, if you will. A lot of people are weighing in. I don't know if you need to be a a sports person to weigh in. I don't know if you need to be black or white to weigh in. I don't know. But Kate Upton on her Instagram page said this. uh, On her page, their actions are a disgrace to those people who have service and currently serve our country. You know, for those that are listening, you know, black folk have a, uh, you know, we have a whistle. Like black folk, we have our own internal whistle where we can tell either someone is, when they talk about uh, reasons for us to either protest or reasons for us to be upset or reasons for us to be, to question what's going on in society. We have, we have a, you know, it's kind of like a dog dog whistle, but, you know, I haven't, I haven't coined it yet, but it's a black whistle. 
And every time we hear something, it goes some you know something to a weird effect goes off, and we just hear a, only we hear a whistle. Black folk, colored folk, we hear a whistle. When I hear Kate Upton say this, it makes me believe that she has no idea what black or brown people have gone through. That's what it makes me feel. Every time I see someone, even black folk, every time I hear or see someone state, yeah, Colin, Colin Kaepernick's an asshole. I don't understand why he, he has all this money. Why would he even need to need to even bring attention to things that he does he knows nothing about? Uh, uh, excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. Because you're on a hill, that should mean you should close your eyes and close your ears. Because you have money, that means you turn the blind eye. But that's what they, they, when I say they, that's what the world wants you to do, right? Get to a point where you get so high that you don't even know, you know, what's going on with the brothers and sisters behind you. That shouldn't be the case. And slowly but surely, a lot of our sports guys are saying, a lot of our sports guys are saying the same exact thing. Like, hey. Doesn't matter. I've whether it's Dwayne Wade, Carmelo Anthony, LeBron James, Chris Paul, they all have come from humble beginnings and are very, very blessed to be in positions that they are now, but they're not forgetting friends that they've lost, friends of friends that they've lost, relatives that they've lost, either the gun violence, police brutality, etc. We need to actually address those issues straight on forget this stand don't stand here stand here don't don't tell me when to stand don't forget all that it's out the window man we need to come together as a people like we did on 9-11 for one week we came together and everybody was our brother and everybody was our sister there was no yellow there was no green there was no brown there was no orange it was just us against them and that lasted for about a week. And we went right back to the bullshit. So, Kate, think about that before you go saying the Miami Dolphins players are actually a disgrace. Because the owner, the majority owner of the Miami Dolphins said, I, I applaud them for doing what what doing what, what is right. That's their right to do to do that. That's not a problem. So if the owner doesn't have a problem, neither should you. Moving right along. Orioles Major League Baseball player, Adam Jones. Now this motherfucker, I wanna give him I wanna give him a chest bump, a high five. Not too many people will say what he said. But let me just read this off to you and, and you tell me what you think. Jones, this is Adam Jones, Baltimore Orioles outfielder, baseball, major league baseball. He stated this. He understands why Colin Kaepernick did the protest, um, and, but he actually uh, understands uh, why it hasn't caught on in Major League Baseball. It's caught on in basketball. It's caught on in the NFL. But protests haven't caught on in Major League Baseball. And somebody, you know, wanted to pick his brain and find out why. And he stated, "We we already have two strikes against us already. You might as well not kick yourself out of the game in football." You can't kick them out. You need those players. In baseball, they don't need us. Baseball is a white man sport. Well, he's not lying. 68% of African Americans uh, play in the NFL. 
68%. Only 8% that plays, 8% plays Major League Baseball. So you see here, he understands what's going on with Colin Kaepernick. He respects it. But he just said, hey, we don't want to lose our jobs here. This is professional baseball. We don't dominate this sport, so we won't have a leg to stand on. And I respect that. But what's important is him not disregarding him not disregarding the actual point that Colin is trying to make. He's basically saying, I respect his thoughts on the topic, and I agree, and that's his right. And that's what most people should be doing. But this is the United States of America, baby. All thoughts are yours, and you're entitled to your opinion. You see the story about Ezekiel Elliott, draft pick for the Dallas Cowboys. Apparently, he was in some fire where a young lady uh, said that he abused her. Bruises and all. She had bruises and all. Come to find out she was lying on him. And all the charges were dropped. Last week I was talking about another story. Actually it was Chris Brown. Yes, the Chris Brown story. What are we, we going to do, ladies and gentlemen? Boys and girls? What are we to do? Are we just going to allow men and women in situations like this to lie and get away with this lie? Ezekiel could have lost so much behind this particular lie, and she just gets to say, oh, I was lying and keep it moving. Oh, no. There's some folks that would like to give her a black eye, maybe two. There's some folks. I don't know. Maybe Ezekiel's cousin from the third marriage. I don't know. Maybe down the line, somebody just crawls up to her and says, oh, you, you baby girl. You baby girl. One time to the face. One time. Just just to let you know that that's not how you, that's not how you do in the streets. You don't just lie on somebody just, to, just because you're upset. We got to do better, people. Don't lie to try to ruin somebody's career. We got to do better. This is Derrick Rose's story also. It's not, it's not getting any better. So just to uh, give you a quick rundown of Derrick Rose's story, apparently there was a uh, – Derrick Rose was involved with a young lady, and then um, Derrick wanted her to partake in a train. Train. So not a threesome, a train. So apparently – and listen, we can argue about that all you want. A train – some people say a train is two men and a girl. Some people say a threesome is two girls and a guy. Whatever the case may be. All I know is the common denominator is three people, okay? So three people – Derrick Rose wanted him and his man to to have some sexual relations with this girl. And, of course, the girl was pushing back, pushing back, pushing back. Next thing you know, he comes over one night. She's drunk as hell. A sexual encounter happened. She's saying that she got uh, sexually assaulted. So, fast forward, Jane Doe claims um, that she was traumatized by the alleged gang rape uh, because she's prudish and sexually inexperienced. But Rose's team says that's a lie. And they're using Nick Young to prove it. Ooh, dry snitching is not becoming in these streets. Dry snitching is not becoming. A text was sent from Jane Doe to her roommate saying, quote, since you're going to Nick's, 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 can you please tell him to give you my bra? L-O-L. The roommate confirmed Jane Doe was referring to Nick Young. Nick Young was also dating Iggy at the time. Yes, that Iggy Azalea, yes, that Fancy Iggy Azalea, yes, that Iggy Azalea, who Nick was dating, who now Nick is not dating anymore, who was the former fiancé. That's not a fiancé anymore because of Nick's cheating, allegedly. 
The documents also claim Jane Doe interacted with lots of celebrities and had sexual relationships with at least two NBA players other than Rose. If you know she's part of those circles, this is what I was telling somebody the other day. I'm like, yo, I don't want somebody that knows some third, like, you know, the Kevin Bacon, six degrees of separation from Kevin Bacon. I don't want that third degree separation. I, I want the person that I'm dealing with to be literally have a clean slate within people in my circle. I don't want them having a history. It just throws me for a loop. Picture that. You're at a dinner with your, your new lady, newfound lady, and someone taps you on the shoulder like, yo, D, yo, D, yo, D, come here, yo. Yo, what's, what's good with shorty? You mean baby girl right there? Yeah, yeah, what's good with her? No, it's, you know, just met her, you know, have a little drinky drink. What's going on? Yo, son, she's been ran through, daddy. Excuse me? Excuse me. What? What? Ran, ran, ran through? Ran through. She's been through the whole crew. She's loving the crew. She's loving the crew. This is not, this is not, you have the choice, ladies and gentlemen, of dealing with who you want to deal with. But again, I'm not rich. I'm not filthy. I'm not famous. So I don't know what it is to hop, skip, and jump to the same exact box that everybody else is jumping to. I don't know what it is. So maybe I'm speaking from a place that I'm not familiar with. You let me know, you know, how you move in these streets. I just know I try not to involve myself with people that know people that know people. Don't like it. Never did. Never will. Shout out to Designer. He got arrested. Then got released. I'm confused how a person can get arrested for uh, assault with a deadly weapon and uh, possession of controlled substance with intent to sell one day and then get all the charges dropped the next day. That's very odd. Interesting. And NYPD stating that this wasn't a racial thing because the gentleman that called in a 911 call stating that someone from designer's van or car allegedly pointed a gun to him. He was Hispanic. The gentleman in question. So because he was Hispanic and designer's black wasn't racial. Who do you trust? Who do you trust? Come on. Who do you trust? The police? The NYPD? Oh, come, come now. You could do better than that. I want to applaud designer's lawyer for getting them out quick, fast, and in a hurry. I applaud you. Good job. Winner of the week. I want to give winner of the week special shout-out to Allen Iverson, one of my favorite NBA players of all time. He just got inducted to the Hall of Fame along with Shaq, along with Yao Ming. Um... This man, this man, uh, changed the way basketball is, uh, changed the way basketball was seen back when, you know, when he was 2000, 2000, 2000, 2001, 2002. He was the, probably the greatest little man I have ever seen play. And I've seen a lot of basketball in my heyday. This guy was no joke and he played hurt and he, I'm sure he played drunk and I'm sure he played high. So I want to salute Allen Iverson. I want to salute him for thinking uh, Biggie Smalls, Tupac, Jadakiss, Fabulous, Michael Jackson. I want to salute him for thinking all those uh, all those musicians because I'd like to thank them too as well. They've made my uh, my uh, basketball days a, a tremendous uh, you know gave me tremendous enjoyment hearing those 
hearing those uh, those musicians in my uh, soundtrack, if you will, um, even to this day. So winner of the week, Allen Iverson. Also, one more winner of the week, please. One more winner of the week. Uh, Victor Cruz. I want to I want to give a special shout out to Victor Cruz. He's come, he has a long he's had a long way back from his injury, about 2 years. He hurt his knee and now he looks like he's fully healthy. He caught a salsa, caught a salsa touchdown dance and I'm proud of proud of your boy. So I want to salute Victor Cruz. Welcome back. You're doing a hell of a job. Keep on pushing, brother. I see you. Once again, it's the famous report with me, Denicio Del Toro. Subscribe and comment on the SoundCloud and iTunes page. Also, hit me on the Instagram and Twitter page. This is Denicio, D-E-N-I-C-I-O. Please share your experiences with what we discussed today, good or bad. I want to hear from you. Um, followers are going up. Listeners are going up. I'm just happy with where uh, we are with the podcast. It's episode 14. We got a lot more coming your way. Again, this is the Who Do You Trust episode. Who do you trust? Of course, I got a jewel drop for you. It's from my boy, Thomas Edison. We go way back. We go way, way, way back. The most certain way to succeed is always try one more time. I holla. Your love is fading.